0: <laughs> we used to be good friends but that's all come to an end
1: hi my loves this is gabby scott and thanks for tuning in to we were the best of friends until we weren't a huge welcome to our guest for today miss sophia how are you pretty lady
0: i'm doing great how are you
1: good i'm good i can't complain
0: and thank you for having me on here.
1: Of course, thank you for jumping on. I'm very interested in your story. I know there's so many layers and details to unpack here. That seems like there's so much, but they're all important to the story, yeah?
0: Yes, totally, there, there is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, there's so lot.
1: first things first, let's get an understanding of how your friendship was with Becky and also kind of move into your friendship breakup itself and just kind of like make clear to the audience um, the other characters that'll be important to follow in the story.
0: Okay, yeah, so um, Becky and I, we were best friends all throughout high school. It was always just me and her. We had um, a lot of different friend groups, but we would, whenever we would go to those different friend groups, it would always be me and her. So we, we've been best friends for about like eight years all throughout high school, all throughout college. We were very close. She actually ended up working for um, my family for our personal business. You know it was never weird like when i went away for college if she was hanging out with at my house she was really close with my parents as well yeah so she called my family her family we were always there for each other so yeah we we were really close it was
1: so you guys started becoming friends in high school yeah yes gotcha gotcha okay so it started there and then like you said just kind of different friend groups but at the end of the day like that was your best friend you would always still like come together basically at the end Yes, exactly. Awesome. Okay, so go ahead and tell us then how it led into, obviously, you not being. Okay.
0: (laughs) So um, Becky and I's other close friends, Sarah, um, she was always hanging out with us also. So I ended up coming home. Uh, It was, I think, my junior year of college. I ended up coming home for spring break, and um, I ended up having – a kick back at my house and um i always i wanted to get together all of my like hometown friends whenever i came home for you know a break so um sarah ended up dating was dating uh, david at the time david was someone that went to high school with us really briefly so i haven't seen him since then mm-hmm. at that time and pretty much there was just a really bad incident that occurred with david and my family. He just ended up getting super disrespectful, you know, with alcohol and stuff, being involved, really disrespectful to my family. And this was my family's first impression of David at that time. So my mom, you know, unfortunately ended up having to kick him out of my house. But yeah, so that was my, I guess, my also first impression of him as well, because I haven't seen him in so long. So Sarah was you know, she, we were all, we were all drinking, we were all having fun. Um, But she was really apologetic of that as well. So yeah, that happened. I ended up after that, I ended up just going back to school. And um, unfortunately, I ended up getting a text message that um, someone really close to Becky passed away. Mm -hmm. And this I feel like out of everyone in Becky's family, this loss really affected her. The most mm-hmm. um, i ended up having i came back home to the funeral me and my family we went to the funeral and um this you know this changed becky for the rest of her life and um so i ended up really you know trying to be there for her as much as i could after that um i went back to school and um during this time Sarah David and Becky so like all three of them they would go out for drinks and you know this was Sarah was trying to be there for Becky as much as she could when I was away for school you know it was really hard for me to you know text messages and phone calls can only do so much when you're trying to be there for your best friend Um, so Sarah was really trying to be there for her and Becky all Becky really her way was you know just trying to keep herself busy, distracted with friends. That, that was really her way of um, dealing with this loss. And um, which was, you know, partying, having just being with friends, keeping her distracted. So Be- Becky, David, and Sarah, they would, all three of them would actually hang out a lot. And so I came back home for winter break. During this time, Sarah actually went, moved back to her hometown. And Becky and I had plans to, for something we we had plans and I wasn't hearing back from her and I ended up getting really worried because she wasn't texting me back and so I ended up finding out that she was actually hanging out with David I didn't have David's phone number mm-hmm. and you know I always saw him that one time I ended up texting Sarah because I was really worried about Becky Sarah actually had no idea that David and Becky were hanging out but I didn't know this because they, those three were, you know, kind of all three of little, them were hanging
1: out. Yeah, a dynamic going on while you were at school, right. So you're kind of yeah. like, okay, like, that's none of my business. I guess that's what you all do. Yeah, kind of catching yeah.
0: up. <laughs> yep, exactly. So um, exact, So Sarah didn't know, and I did not know this either. But um, So I ended up finally going, uh, Becky finally answered me, and I ended up having to just go pick her up because she couldn't drive herself home. And so I asked her in the car, I said, you know, her and I are best friends, we tell each other everything, you know, so I just wanted to be hundred percent clear with her, like what happened, you know, and she swore that they were just, David and her are just friends and they didn't hook up or do anything. Um, and I, I said, okay, you know, I just wanted her to be hundred percent with me so that she could be true to herself as well. You know, right. so during this time, Becky never texted, sarah back because sarah was freaking out she had no idea what was going on and i guess david wasn't answering sarah either mm-hmm. so i can only imagine what was going on in sarah's mind you know
1: right and so sarah and david were they were dating still at this point yes even though sarah left point, okay
0: mm-hmm. at this point yes david and sarah um were still together okay yeah and so neither becky or david were answering sarah back about mm-hmm. that night and right
1: doesn't feel great doesn't look yeah good. <laughs>
0: exactly yeah so um I was telling and Sarah's also texting me during this whole time and so I was telling Becky you know just reply back to her so there's no issues between you guys um if you didn't do anything you know so it, it looks more shady if you don't answer her sober. but Becky really didn't want to until she was in the right mindset of um so she could tell sober so, yeah. <laughs> yeah sober you know to tell her what was what happened Mm -hmm. and so after that um Sarah or Becky I guess never never responded back to Sarah and I during the time I had no idea why I didn't know why she didn't just respond back to her tell her yeah no nothing happened you know um Mm -hmm. yeah and so after this incident Sarah and David ended up breaking up while you know David was still here and Sarah was away and so they ended up breaking up and then I go back to school and I get a call later on um maybe like a month later and Becky tells me that she has a new boyfriend and Mm -hmm. she yeah and so she tells me that her and David are dating and at first I was um really shocked but not shocked at the same time you know because it's just girl code. That's the first thing I thought of. I just thought of Sarah and, you know, Becky, you would never think Becky would be that type of person to do that to somebody else. Um, So that's a reason why I was shocked, but I just kept in mind that, you know, I haven't seen her this happy in a really long time since, Mm -hmm. you know, her tragic loss. If she's happy, I'm happy, you know,
1: Right, so and, you're kind of letting things slide that maybe you wouldn't have before just trying to respect however Becky need to mourn her loss. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, it makes sense. Exactly. To
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I can only imagine like how hard it was for her to tell me that she was dating him because I know she knows of the incident that happened with David a while ago. She knows how I feel about him, felt about him at the time, and how um, my family felt about him. Um so the first thing that she told me, you know, was that she really she she told me that she told David if she wanted this to work out, that she that he had to apologize to my family mm-hmm. and um me as well. You know, just so it's not awkward if this is going to be a real thing, then she told me she made that clear to him. Right. And um, yeah. I know, you know, I knew it was really hard for her to tell me, so I really respected her and appreciate her for telling me that. That happened. <laughs> she told me that they were dating and so I, you know, I ended up coming home a couple of times after this. Um, we had plans a couple of times and she ended up, you know, just bailing on me, ditching me. Mm-hmm. And um, she's had a, like a past of doing this, like in high school when she was talking to a, another guy, you know. And so this kind of didn't help the fact that, you know, of my first impression of David and them dating and everything.
1: Now you're letting it affect our friendship because you're exactly, dating him. Yeah.
0: yeah. You know, that was kind of her first step of kind of pushing me away in that relationship. Mm-hmm. And then later on, I think like, oh, you know, it's been a couple of months now. I wonder like if if um, Becky had told Sarah, Becky had told Sarah, yeah, yeah that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> yeah, and um, you know, because that kind of after that incident a while ago of when um, when David and Sarah were dating, you know that she Becky kind of left that friendship like dust I guess she yeah. never really acknowledged anything so I asked her if she, I asked Becky if she told Sarah and um I told her you know I just don't want to be in the middle of this with you guys and I don't want to, to ruin my friendship with Sarah you know because Sarah is the type of girl you know strong personality like if you she would you know, be really upset with me if I knew that you guys were dating and I you know, didn't say anything to her. Mm-hmm. And that would make me look like a liar from that night, you right. know, because I told her I told her that uh, Becky and David, nothing happened between them. So you can and look like
1: you're lying now and now you're exactly. in the middle and just.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like it would make it look like I was siding with Becky and also mm-hmm. hiding secrets from Sarah. which right. I'm not about. And. So I asked her, I asked Becky that and Becky said, yeah, um, no, I didn't tell her yet, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just like waiting for the right time. Mm -hmm. And then in my mind, I'm like, there is no right time to tell. Yeah, it's
1: going to be a mess regardless.
0: (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And I just wanted to, you know, give Becky the opportunity to tell Sarah herself because Sarah deserved to find, hear that information from Becky, you know, since Mm -hmm. Sarah was there For Becky through all the hard times and stuff so as that other friend I wanted to just help guide Becky you know just you just have to do the right thing just rip the band-aid off you know just yeah
1: yeah yeah try to be there for her and give her advice on how to go about it absolutely
0: exactly yeah so um so she just never really did she just kept saying that she would but she didn't I ended up coming home again for another break and Becky this is Becky's first time um, trying to, I guess, be seen as a couple with David. So mm-hmm. I come home and she asked Becky, uh, or I asked Becky if, um, you know, you want to go out and get some drinks. And she asked David, she asked if David could come over for a pregame. And in my mind, I'm like, what? Like I, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not ready to see you guys as a couple cause I only know David from dating Sarah, you know? Right. And, it just was really weird, but um I appreciate her for asking me first, but I my family hasn't seen David since Right. You know. We haven't had that reconciliation or anything. So exactly. we're not crossing those waters yet. Exactly. And my family also only knows David from dating Sarah as well. Mm-hmm. So um it was just really weird, but I told her, you know, I'm I don't think that I'm ready for that. And um I just don't think it'd be good to invite him over to my house and they, you know, they never really officially meet, met him, I guess. And, um, you know, I don't want my first time seeing you guys or seeing him to be involved with alcohol. I just didn't think that was a really good idea.
1: Based on a reputation yeah. at that point. Yes,
0: exactly. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's kind of what, during this time, what, what I would see was that like her and David, you know, would just, just always go, get drunk, you know, just party, Mm -hmm. do things, you know, which I'm all about too. Like I love partying with my best friend, but I just didn't think it was the right time, Mm -hmm. especially since, um, you know, there was just no conversation. no, no, um, follow through, I guess. So she just kept saying to me, you know, I, I want him to apologize to you guys, but you know, there's just no follow through. She just kept saying a lot of things, but, um, there's just no action and no initiative. And so I, It was just kind of reading me the wrong way after she would say that. Then I went after that incident. I just went back to school. Now during this time, Becky and David are public. They went public with their relationship and Mm -hmm. um, with like social media and stuff. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, they're public now. So I'm wondering when Becky's going to tell Sarah.
1: Right, which now it's already out there. Yeah, Mm -hmm, I'm kind of mm -hmm. waiting to
0: find something out. And um, luckily enough, Sarah texts me and she asked me, she's like, oh, did you see who Becky's new boyfriend is? And so she she asked me that and I couldn't lie to her. So I told her, yes, I did know. And, um, you know, I told her that I kept asking Becky to if she was going to tell you. She just kept saying she was going to. But. She just never did, but I wanted to give her, you know, the opportunity to tell her, tell you herself because you deserve to hear it from her.
1: Right. And you're not even trying to throw Becky under the bus. It's just like, I'm trying to let you know that this is a situation like I wanted to, but it wasn't yeah. my place necessarily to yes. be in the middle. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And I told, I told Becky if she wasn't going to tell Sarah, you know, that I would myself. And I told Sarah mm-hmm. that as well. And, you know, so she was mad. She was pretty mad at me for a little bit, um, you know, because I can see from her perspective you know that it just looks shady you know she got she eventually got over it but I told Becky that um you know Sarah found out and Becky was like oh no like I didn't want this to happen and I told I told Becky I said this is exactly what I didn't want to happen and I knew this was going to happen because you weren't doing anything about it and now Sarah knows and she just kept apologizing but me out i was just like i told you this was gonna happen Mm -hmm. and you know again there's just no follow through with what she said she was going to do so that kind of just threw me a little bit over the edge and um kind of from then on it just really wasn't the same i now i think i this time i came home for summer and i wasn't really hearing from her um we weren't really um she wasn't really reaching out as much. And she just kind of was living her own life with David. And um, now I feel like at this time, because um, Sarah already found out there was no sense of urgency for Becky to really do anything else with Mm -hmm. the um, actions that she said she was going to take. She never really, she didn't really um, say anything. She just
1: I just kept going through the motions and just not, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah, just letting
1: things slide without actually fixing anything, as far as like, you know, having um, David apologize to your family, yeah. like, probably was now letting your friendship slip and, you know, her moments of just kind of floating around, not dealing with yeah. situations head on.
0: Yeah, she just kind of kept pushing other friendships and relationships away, mm-hmm. really only focusing on um, David. And, You know, I I was just still really happy for her, you know, because I I haven't during this time, you know, she was just so happy and that's what I kept focusing on. But, um, you know, I was just kind of still getting really hard since I can see our friendship, you know, us separating and distancing ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so one time Becky actually was at my house um, with my mom and the conversation just um, came up about Sarah. And um, I I told Becky that, you know, I just think that the least that she could do was just at least apologize to Sarah. Mm -hmm. And she already knows about the relationship. So I just wanted to like give her advice, you know, to that's just the least that she could do of how long they were friends for. So my mom and I actually ended up helping Becky write a text out to Sarah and I told her, I was like, either she's just not going to respond or she's not going to go through that. You know, your numbers, your phone number block. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not going to be delivered. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I told her that and she ended, she ended up texting her and I thought that was huge. And I really appreciated that she did that. You know, I felt like that was kind of Becky's step in the right direction of mm-hmm. what, you know, of how she was going about, um the her relationship and I was I was really happy that made me feel better but after that she we still didn't really hang out as much when we would like work together it was still a little awkward Becky and I we actually both initiated a dinner for us I just I just felt like her and I really needed to have just you know have a conversation just me and her her and I, during all of this, we really had no talk in person about
1: yeah, what was her going and David. On. Yeah, mm-hmm. what was going
0: on. It was always when I was away at school, so it was always over text or something. And besides that one time of her texting Sarah, so I just really felt like we just needed to talk in person. Mm-hmm. And so we went to dinner and I, you know, I just asked her questions like, So how are you and David? Because I don't really know anything about the relationship since, you know, I just really felt like she was living this whole other life that I was Mm -hmm. not a part of. And, you know, I tried as much as I could to, you know, try to understand or try to give her the benefit of the doubt.
1: And maintain the friendship. Yeah.
0: Yes, exactly. And, you know, she just kind of, I asked her questions. So like, how are you guys? And she kind of just kept shutting it down. Like she just really didn't want to talk about it. I just, I got the hint. So I just, wasn't going to force it anymore. And I wasn't going to try to try anymore. I felt like that just really put me over the edge again. And, you know, um, I was like, if she, I'm not going to force it, if she doesn't want to talk about it, then, you know, i then I don't care, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but yeah. you know, type of attitude cause that's kind of how she was, um, making it. Treating it right. anyways. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it's like, okay, well then, that's how I'm going to take yeah. it then.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, um, so after that dinner, it just really, it wasn't the same, you know, it, that was kind of the last time we really saw each other mm-hmm. at, at that time for a couple of months. And, um, she texts, she texted me and she, she asked, you know, Hey, how's it going? Like, I kind of felt like the dinner was a little awkward. Mm-hmm. And so at that time I just kind of, I sent her this whole long text, And just explaining exactly how I felt, I just basically said that, um, you know, you're just really not taking any ownership of your actions. Mm -hmm. You're Continuously pushed me away. And, you know, I, I can't keep putting an effort into this friendship anymore. If, you know, you're not making it a priority as much as I am. And, you know, your, your words and actions just never really matched. And that's what I told her.
1: And so then she responded.
0: <laughs> yeah, so she responded and um and oh and I I also told her I said my family doesn't even care about that incident anymore cuz now at this time it's probably it's like 2 years since right. the incident when David and Sarah were together. So mm-hmm. I told her I said they they don't care anymore about that but you know if you really wanted my family to like officially meet him as your boyfriend or you know introduce him as that then they would have done that for you Mm -hmm. and you know but like at this point it's like way too late you know and I said it had it just had to be a casual conversation you know it didn't have to be a whole big intervention about anything and you know so she told me that David was actually during this time David was really hurt still from that by my family by the incident and you know I was a little shocked by that but Mm -hmm. um so she told me she actually had a conversation they had a couple arguments about him apologizing to my family and he said that he just really wasn't ready and that he didn't want to and um even though becky was telling me this whole time that he did want to she just right so there's lies yeah and i think she you know she just really was trying to please me and say what i wanted to hear mm-hmm. um which wasn't solving the actual problem yeah not solving any problems at all so that that was kind of how that ended she just said she um she really wanted to she really wanted to talk to me about it but she didn't want to make me feel uncomfortable because she knew i was still friends with sarah Mm -hmm. which i understood um she said she didn't want to put me in the middle even though that she already did
1: too
0: late too late for that yeah you know, I could think she was, there were so many different things. There was the, my friendship also with Sarah, there was the incident with David and me and my family. So she kind of was looking at it all as one big thing and not really taking it into steps, I guess. Yeah. And I felt like I tried my hardest to do that, to guide, help guide her, because mm-hmm. I wanted our friendship to still work, you know. And um, it just didn't really end up working out. That was like last September. So we didn't talk really for like, like six months, I think.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, I just never really, I didn't respond back to her text. And then she finally reached out I, this um, February and she asked to meet up and um, talk. And I, in my head, I'm like, okay, well, are we really going to talk? Cause you know, I tried to, I tried to do this like six months ago and I didn't want to waste my time, but I gave her, um the opportunity and so we went and we talked and she said everything that i wanted to hear it was really nice but this it was still a little too late (laughs) yeah yeah
1: absolutely and it's like and it's frustrating too it's like you would have just said these things and i was telling you too what i wanted to hear what could have like solved a problem and now you want to say x amount of you know months and years later and now it's like I already took the time to get over this and just accept that you weren't going to. So now it's like, they it, like said it's nice, but it doesn't really mean yeah. as much as it would have meant, you know, yeah. when I was asking you to say these things.
0: Yeah. It did not mean that it's exactly what like you said. It did not mean really anything and maybe harsh, but like, I, you know, I appreciated it. And, but it just, there's so much time that was lost and, mm-hmm spent uh, me thinking about this and she you know it it was nice to hear but it just didn't there was no meaning behind it really anymore and i just felt like <laughs> there was just really nothing there yeah. which is sad to say like um she just really wanted to reach out which i agreed with um she just said that she wanted to make sure that because you know we've been friends for so long that, there was no bad blood, I guess, and that we just left on good terms, mm-hmm. I guess. And I really felt like she had that conversation, kind of for more closure for herself. So, yeah, yeah,
1: that's kind yeah. for the vibes. I was picking up, where it's like, okay, mm-hmm. well, at least I yeah. forgave myself. I kind of closed this out and everything, and didn't just leave it hanging. So, yeah, I mean, I guess if she that's her intention, that's fine um because it, it was too late yeah. anyways I'm sure she kind of knew that too that it was going to be too late to actually yeah. say it for the intention of trying to fix the friendship I'm sure she knew the friendship was pretty much over and done with yeah. at least the way it used to be
0: yeah for sure and that was um the really sad thing I guess like in during that conversation because I you know we we were still talking casually but um they would it really it was not the same at all and um I did, yeah. I felt like, you know, she could say all she could say all these nice things, but um, it it just really, really never be the same from yeah. that. Yeah, and at this point, you basically haven't spoken since February. Is
1: it just still been like casual conversations since uh-huh. then? It's we just kinda like, eh.
0: We just said um, happy birthday text. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which was. You know, she I think she did text me once with um she just asked how is like quarantine going with all of COVID. Mm-hmm. I was just I responded and I just said we're, my family and I were doing great. I hope, you know, you and your yeah. family are doing fine, staying safe. That was pretty much it. But yeah, yeah we did only happy birthday texts, but. um Nothing probably, really else. Yeah, yeah,
1: probably for the best too. at this point, that instead of trying to force something that was forced for so long anyways. Yeah. Um The state is so um do you think like David then might have been in Becky's ear like about your guys's friendship like in a negative way obviously saying that he still felt hurt and everything like something to influence Becky because I just feel like you know they were together so much and there's just so much she wasn't doing that could have helped your friendship like do you think he had like any influence on her like kind of behind the scenes
0: um that's a really good question um (laughs) during actually during that um uh, the last meetup the final meetup she actually told me that um David wanted Becky to apologize or to tell Sarah um like a long time ago mm-hmm. and who knows if it's true or not but this is what she said you know mm-hmm. so I was kind of shocked that David and I were on the same page about yeah. <laughs> about um telling Sarah and she also said that she did tell him that um that she was meeting up with me for that lunch or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like he did a little bit. I mean, Mm -hmm. I really, I really don't know him that well. I do think that he probably could have had some influence on her Mm -hmm. because, because of obviously my family and uh, for whatever reason, we just really hurt him and offended him (laughs) in some way. Um, So I think that he probably, from what she says he does want the best for her and um and I know that she hasn't been the same so I I know that she probably hasn't been really acting the same since our friendship breakup either yeah Mm so I don't really know if he I'm sure he's probably said some like negative things (laughs) about yeah yeah
1: and you always just wonder too because obviously like you know, when people are in relationships are obviously listening to their partners and stuff yeah. too. So that's just something that like, I wondered listening to this story, like, yeah. you know, what he could have been saying and like, if she would ask him for advice, like what was set, you know what I'm saying? Cause like everyone just, yeah. obviously there's no way, like you said, for you to know entirely because yeah. you're not in the relationship, but yeah. you just kind of wonder too. Cause like, I think that happens a lot where friendships obviously shift when one yeah. friend gets in a certain type of relationship. Obviously there was some, messiness going on considering it was Sarah's ex-boyfriend as well yeah. so and then yeah. Becky and David are still dating
0: I believe so okay. I believe so um right I, I I don't really you couldn't,
1: think 100%, you couldn't
0: say 100% but it's like, I couldn't say 100% um but I yeah I do think so it's probably hopefully just yeah. because hopefully it was kind of worth
1: it I guess exactly. in some way yeah. if it kind of yeah. obviously ruined your friendship a little bit. So. At what yeah. point did you kind of start to think to yourself, like, this friendship really might not be able to continue, like, in the same way, or at least take a serious shift? Like, what point do you think you kind of probably start thinking that to yourself?
0: Um, it would probably be when she, oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't really know. It would, because they, it kind of was all, dragged on for so long I guess Mm -hmm. um I think it would probably be when I she started to distance herself from me more when I would come home and bail on our plans I guess and um it just you know it showed like what her priority was and like what I came home during this time I don't see you for so long you know you can't really take the time to not see your boyfriend that you see every day you know right it's kind of obvious yeah yeah, what's happening
1: that makes sense and that's what I always say too is like people are always going to make like you said a priority for who they want to yeah. see and spend time with what they want to do so I'm sure yeah. once you're picking up that you were no longer one of the priorities like yeah okay so this is uh turning starting to go south
0: yeah and then when I would see her for a couple times like during when we were work, working together for my parents business um you know and there was it wasn't the same in person you know it wasn't or casual, or you know, not we're just really forcing it. it wasn't yeah, would say same. not the flow. Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then, what lessons would you say that you learned from this whole situation?
0: <laughs> um, I just, I really think the lessons that I learned were that you really can't force someone to be in that friendship, and that you don't, you can't force really anything on anyone if they don't mm-hmm. want to be that person, you know, and, you know, doesn't and doesn't want to be in that friendship anymore. Um, I just felt like that's kind of what I was doing and. I didn't want to accept the fact that she would really let this guy come into Mm -hmm. our not only just our friendship, but her relationship with my family as well, Mm -hmm. that was really what got me um, because that the Becky that I know is not that person.
1: Yeah. I think that's always hard too. It's like when you see that person change like before your eyes of how you've known them for so long, how they used to be. And then now it's like you're just watching them kind of change everything. I definitely agree with that as far as not being able to, like learning just not to force things because that can just be exhausting in itself when it's like kind of a one-sided friendship at that point of trying to salvage something. Or like you said, even trying to guide her to do these things, even to help her own friendship with Sarah, where it's like, I just don't want you to have drama and I don't want you to lose this friendship just because of a guy or yeah you might not be able to totally exactly your decision is
0: yeah and also just like I learned that you know you can't just having history with that person whether it's a best friend or boyfriend Mm -hmm. um you know can't be the only reason why you know you're trying to save that or make try to make it work you know Mm -hmm. that can't be the only reason why
1: yeah. I think that's super yeah. relevant, especially now with us, like yeah. having just gone through college and any transitional phase, it's so easy to want to hold on to like those childhood or high school friends just because yeah. oh, we've been friends, but oh, we've been friends for five, yeah. eight, 10 years. And it's like, but in five, eight, ten 10 years, people will change. Yeah. And that's okay. So I definitely agree with that. I think that's something I'm still learning. Well, like I so said, we just graduated now we're in quarantine and everything and life is short and everything where it's like, like actually want to still stay friends with this person or is it just because we have all these pictures and childhood memories
0: exactly yeah so i just i learned you know you just have to like keep those memories instead of just like forcing something Uh that's not there anymore and you know it's okay that um you know that some people just grow apart you know friends friendships just grow apart yeah absolutely
1: absolutely and then so you and sarah are still friends so that was able to maintain afterwards okay
0: Yeah, Sarah and I are still friends. Um, You know, she still moved back to her hometown, so we keep in touch every now and then. But I did um, go visit her one time with some of our other friends. So she's doing great.
1: Good, good. I'm
0: glad it. Yeah,
1: worked out kind of for everyone, I guess, for whatever their preferences. And you know, like just had to focus on each person, on themselves, and everything. And like, like I said, at the end of the day, everyone's definition of happiness is different. yeah exactly um, awesome well thank you so much sophia for coming on here i know that was a lot for you to keep (laughs) up with but (laughs) i I
0: (laughs) hope i tried to i told it as best as i could and you're good you're good i definitely
1: commend you because it's a lot and i think too when it's like been some time since some of the events happened it's hard to like have to like recall those emotions and certain details that didn't matter yet so
0: yes a very a very long time since i talked about it yeah exactly
1: yeah. so i appreciate that the last time now that you talked about it is on here with us so thank you sophie again thank for you so much on. for having me thank you yes and thank you all for
0: in the beginning we were inseparable to become one now a season's over absence is your trophy